We Like Dota is brought to you with the generous support of our patrons. Patrons like Yael Draven, Ninja Skelts, Samson Magnuson, Arx Cowbell, Surreal, CBX, Mr. Fancy Pants, Beandob, Monster, Icebug, Spenguin, Titus Andromedon, Dank, Zynason, Dolikowschef, Paul Turner, Jeff Peterson, Kruger, Javier Latoplay, Wisp, Zeke, and Strawcab. If you'd like to join the list of patrons, head on over to WeLikeDota.com and follow the links to the Patreon. We Like Dota, episode 315, starts now. Hello everyone, this is Jim from We Like Dota. And uh, this is episode 315. I am joined by Arian. What's up? How's it going? Pretty good, pretty good. You know, university's uh, taking up a lot of time right now. Uh, is that right? Yeah, yeah. What are you studying? What am I studying? Yeah. You know what I'm studying, dude. No, I don't know what your classes are. What do you have this semester? Like, what... Oh, okay. I mean, I have like a lot of statistics right now, which is pretty hard because it's like only tangentially related to what I'm studying. But then I also got mm-hmm. more interesting stuff. So like uh, political theory, which is basically just like a chronological cause that, you know, uh, teaches mm-hmm. us the history of political ideology. And then I also have uh, organizational studies. So I study the different forms and functions of organizations. That's like my main stuff right now. Wow, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Have you been? You know what I've been doing? Uh, no. Give me this good segue. <laughs> yeah, that's a it's a great opening question. Um, I was watching Queen's Gambit. Have you seen that? I, I have not actually, but I I, I kind of know what it's about. Enough people have talked to me about it. It's about chess. Did you know that? I did know it's about chess actually. Not a lot more. Yeah. I started playing chess with my kids. So they're into chess now? Kinda. Oh, very cool. Um, I've actually the older been one. I've been playing chess with my mom uh, quite a bit recently. Um, but she hasn't watched that movie, I think. Uh, uh, it's a very good show. Um, but my, my kids, like the one, my 10-year-old beat me the first time she played me. In chess? Yeah. Oh, that's embarrassing, dude. <laughs> but my 12 year old um i just like beat her every single game we play and she's like again again and she just <laughs> and i just won't let her win um and I, mean, I don't know there's probably some parenting issue there but at some point you're gonna lose probably uh like yeah it's surprisingly like i think i was a bit cocky when i played with my mom i thought like i would win every round but i have like a 60 percent win rate which is probably worse than it should be why do you say that? I mean, it's not that my mom is dumb, but I'm a lot younger, right? I should be, you know, quick on my feet and be able yeah, to beat somebody older in chess. You know, if I played against chess against you, I'm sure I would have like a 90% win rate or something. Yeah, probably. I'm used to playing against 12-year-olds. <laughs> used to getting beat <laughs> by 12-year-olds. I get, I get beat by 10-year-olds. Oh, okay. So, I mean, it's just, a, it's, just a, it's just a tiny step up to your age. <laughs> Uh, but this podcast is about dota not just chess um so how has dota made you feel 
this week, Arian. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, look at it go. Well, I think the first thing I made this week actually um, was an observation. So I played a couple pubs mm. earlier into the week, and almost every time we played unranked, uh, I faced really obvious smurfs. But what I'm noticing at the moment, at least, is that, you know, smurf, it doesn't mean what it used to, to be honest. Because the smurfs I'm seeing right now, they have like 150 games. But then they have like 80 games won out of that. So they're obviously like a second account. But the people like behind the account who are playing, they're not actually like much higher than where the account is tiered. And I've been seeing that a lot when I've been playing with friends. So pretty interesting how it seems to me like the demographic is shifting of people who smurf. Apparently like right now just like every regular guy smurfs or something um <laughs> because maybe because people are bored because there's no patch but yeah that's the observation i made i'm kind of curious if other people have you know seen that as well or encountered it um and then i obviously uh, played we like dota league games this week um my yes. team faced team digital uh, we actually got a caster this time uh, too thank you for uh, thank you to modster for casting that game um yes both games were decently convincing uh i think the first game was a bit less stompy than our second game um and the first game yeah, maybe i was yeah go ahead i was watching the first game i uh did you guys win because i turned it off after you fed first blood yeah <laughs> that was pretty <laughs> um yeah I, I fed first blood in the first game <laughs> um, i played quad mid against the clings and i had like a south in my inventory um and I, I was playing a bit uh, too aggressive. And I was like, okay, I can take tank two more hits from him. Then I tanked one and I was like, okay, I run back. And then I misjudged his attack range and he got another attack off and I died from that. You know, I never should have uh, let it happen, you know, get to that point. But, I mean, my lane was pretty good either way because Quop against Klings is a very good uh, matchup for Quop. I was able to kill him two times after that uh, to... Hopefully redeem myself a bit, even though I really shouldn't have <laughs> uh, fed first blood. But after that, like Ursi, he was on Sven, and they couldn't con like they couldn't hope to contest him at any point during that game. Um, and he ended the game with like the most net worth by far, but he had like five k hero damage or something because we literally won so hard that he didn't get to hit heroes really. And then the second game, um, I played Pagna. Um, which is very nice. And then I, I, I found that very curious. I picked... Uh, first game, I had last pick, right? So I picked Quop into the clinks okay. because that's a really good matchup for Quop. The second game, uh, Team Digital had last pick, and I picked Pagna mid, and they picked a Skyrim Mage mid into that. So I saw that, yeah. I felt maybe they maybe they thought because we picked the DP3, maybe they thought the Death Prophet was going mid, but... Oh, I think yeah. that kind of uh, messed with their lanes a bit because obviously that's an insanely good matchup for uh, Pagna. Like, I after like minute fifteen, if you have your blink, you just blink on him and he's literally dead because you decrap him, 
And because decrypt people, they take more, like they take the amplified damage from Netherworld, right? So if you just put it down before you use it, um, if he tries to silence you to stop the suck, he just like takes 400 damage or something uh, because of the magic amplification. So it's very, very hard to play. And then obviously like you can never cast ult against Pagna as Scarif Mage if he's in <laughs> right. range because it does like what one, it does way more damage than the skill itself. So like 1.2k or even more magical damage. And that's without the amplification. So the second game was pretty stompy, to be honest. Yeah, I saw that that last pick. They must have thought it was DP. Yeah, I um, think so. I think so. Yeah. Pugna's like the hot mid-hero. Yeah, yeah. Pro game. I'm playing a lot Sumail right keeps now. Playing it's very, it's very yeah. nice if the team either has high mana spells um, or they don't have a lot of lockdown. Yeah, I could see that. And just, like, he hits buildings really well. Yeah, for sure. He takes buildings um, super fast. And it's nice because it's, like, the building stuff is icing because you can play him so aggressively like you and Sumail do. That you run around killing people. Like, oh, and then also, he just completely demolishes buildings. Exactly, yeah. I mean, it goes very well with each other. You kill the hero, you take the building. With Pagna, it's yeah. very common that if you're having a good game... Uh, the enemy is not going to have tier 1s after like minute 10 or something. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, how was your weekend order, Jim? Uh, <clears throat> it was it was fantastic, Arian. Fantastic. Wow. Tell me more about yes. it. Yes. Uh, we played in the We Like Dota League. Interesting. Actually, Interesting. Uh, earlier, in, uh, earlier in the week, I saw Uranium Heart, Nick Cease, host of America's Third Favorite Dota Podcast, mm. um, in person. Very cool. It was nice. Yeah. Um, and then... Wait, wait, wait. Who's came... the second favorite? Uh, the one that your teammate is on. Ah, okay. <laughs> then, uh, yeah, so we, we, I saw Nick. Um, we had a nice little chat, and then uh, we played together. And we played against uh, sometime WLD guest host, Bailuct. Mm, mm. It was great. Did you did you catch any of the games? Uh, I did not, but I was very happy when I saw the result. Uh, yeah, it was morning. like it was like the the biggest event in like mid Atlantic U.S. Dota podcasting <laughs> history. Um, this match, it was uh, so we were like super tryhard the first game because mm-hmm. we're like we could actually maybe win yeah. against this team. How long has it been since you won a match, Jim, with your team? Oh. Uh, it's got to be like 2015 or 2016 or something. Oh I've never won with uh with like my friends Greg and Bob. Um, <laughs> I mean the first week, yeah, the first year was just goofing off, mm-hmm. memeing. Last year was pretty goofy. Um, and so we we finally got to play against Bea, and um, we went super try hard. We had this whole draft and and cowbell. We had six people show up for our game. Oh, a lot of motivation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. As as uh, our spiritual leader Greg pointed out, um, that's what happens when you value having fun over winning. <laughs> Everybody always shows up and they want to play. Um, but we we ended up switching between game one and game two. And in game one, uh, we had our draft worked out perfectly. It was exactly what we wanted. Um, I got an axe, and it was axe snapfire. Ooh, me very and Nick. Good. Yeah. Um, and th- they picked a lifestealer afterwards, I guess, to try to deal with the axe, but it did not work. Um, 
And we just like completely crushed the Life Stealers lane. Like at one point I was like 61 and 17 and the Life Stealer had like 19 last oh, hits. Uh, when I hit level six, I dunked both their couriers right away. Like <laughs> I just like happened to walk around this like tree and like both couriers nice. were there. And I was like, oh, I think I can just dunk, dunk. Um, and then uh, I got an early blink and I immediately smoked on Bayalect. Um, and we got a kill right in the, good, in the beginning. Got to keep him down. He's going to carry yeah, him. Yeah, and the, the game got the game got kind of clowny because we had like a 30k XP lead at 40 minutes. We would take high ground. And I don't remember exactly what happened. I just remember Bea like killing me like right next to their fountain before we'd taken... Who, who was um, Bea playing? Who's she? Drow Ranger. Oh, okay. I don't know if I like it in that circumstance. Because you know you're going to be focused in his situation, right? I'd rather pick you that yeah. can escape or something. Yeah, I mean, he... Like, Nick didn't have a super early ags and snap. So my blink was kind of the only way to get on top of him. Because otherwise we had a razor and a jug. Mm -hmm. um, oh, you had P5 razor? No, oh, uh, razor. P2 razor, ah, okay. yeah. Which worked really well because they had a lifestealer and LC. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the game went really well and we won. And then second game, uh, Cowbell came back, poor guy. Uh, Popo went to the casting booth and we first picked Techies. Oh boy. Who played it? Nick? Nick. Ah, okay. Nick just said he really wanted to play Techies against yeah. Bea. That's why he um, joined your team. I never picked him Techies on my team, dude. Uh, first pick, baby. Like, we already won. Like, we won a game. Yeah, Everything mean, else is icing. Yeah, who cares? So, like, like... If we 2-0 them or if we 1-1 them, I don't think that's going to be the difference in the standings <laughs> at any point. So uh, we just wanted to establish our dominance with that early win. Um, and then Bea first picked Pudge. Um, so I see he was having fun too. And they just like steamrolled us mm -hmm. uh, because we had like silly heroes. But it was yeah. super fun. Congrats on your first and win, Jim. I'm very proud of you. I told you it's going to happen at some point. It did. And it was, it was a really good game too. So... Do you think you're going to win another game in this league? Yeah, I think it's definitely possible. I mean, I think we probably could have won game two if we played it straight up and picked like mm, the heroes. Okay. We actually think can win games for us. Um, like, uh, you know, like a regular offlane combo. Yeah, yeah. Um, instead of centaur techies. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I, I, I think we can. I don't know if we're going to in our group because our group is full of immortal players um or at least divine i think we're the only team in our group without a divine player um maybe no placeholder doesn't have a divine player yeah. lazal sometimes flirts with it um placeholders there's a chance we could win a game against placeholder but i think if we get into the hats bracket um, You'll be able to. Yeah, we could we could win some games. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah, I think it's, it's fun. And we're, it's we have our rolls down. It's a good time. Good time, yeah. How about in uh, in amateur Dota news? Like that was the pro Dota news we just did, right? Yeah, yeah. Let's get to the amateur. To read the future, I need entries. The only the only meaningful tournament taking place right now is we like Dota League 2020. Um, other news, uh, we have so you all talked about. I don't listen to the podcast unless I'm on it, of course. But 
you and Ursi talked about ice, ice, ice to EGA, right? Exactly. But I heard you have some spicy take on this, so I wanted to hear. Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, EGA is my favorite team, um, and I kind of like ice, ice, ice on it from a, a strategic and tactical perspective. Um, but I don't like him. And why do you like him? Well, I mean, there's a bunch of reasons. One is he's like well racist. Is um, he? Yeah. I don't know that. Yeah, remember? He used the uh the N-word on stream. Like Ooh boy. Not not in like the casual slang way, but to, like refer to uh a black person. Well, I get why I wanted to join an American team now. <laughs> yeah, well played. Um I know, like so I'm I'm very conflicted. Um mm. but I'm kind of excited to see what happens with it. Uh, and how it goes. I think I think he's pretty strong. I just want to see Abed play. I mean, I guess Abed's still on EG. Yeah, kind of. And I've always said, like, since since the dawn of um, my uh, extensive podcasting career, Arian, uh, I've always said Ice 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 is like Team Cancer. Like every team he's yeah, yeah, on, yeah, he picks he picks like the Timbasol and stuff like that. No, no, I mean, like, every team he's on, everyone's like, oh, they have Ice Ice Ice. Ice 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 is great. They're going to do really well. And then they don't. Oh, you um, mean in terms of team dynamic? Yeah. I mean, maybe mm. not team dynamic. Like, I don't know if people, like, hate him or whatever. Um, but in terms of, like, success for him on pro teams, I think it's, it's very checkered. So it seems like you have some heavy prejudice, actually, against Ice Ice Ice, Jim. Yeah, he's, he's going to ruin the team. Uh, for a long time, he's been, like, my least favorite pro player. Oh, well, uh, you know, sorry that he's on your favorite team now. Are they now still your favorite team? Or are you favoring... Is this enough to, you know, sway you? Are you still an EG fanboy? I might not be an EG fanboy anymore. Wow. That, yeah, what a because, like, I don't know. At some level, like, who cares what team you follow? Like, the only thing that matters is, like, people. So maybe I'll I'll become a fan of... Uh, Viking.gg or just error. Mm, interesting. Well, speaking of Viking.gg, Jim. Uh, yes. I'm fanboying hard uh, for Viking.gg. Uh, I think nothing you know. I. Yeah, not nothing wrong with that for sure. You know. Um, I I kind of started liking them after ESL one uh, LA where they beat Secret after that insane streak. And yeah. Right now, they're totally cleaning up. They beat Liquid in the Beyond the Summit tournament, and they also beat a lot of really good teams in this Epic League. Right now, they're at the top of their group with uh, where there's VP, Nigma, Secret, OG, Alliance, and Liquid, Liquid all in that group. Um, they beat Secret and OG. Um, and I think, yeah, 2-0 both. Wow. So yeah, they're owning right now. They're at the top of their group. Uh, looks like they're going to get a very uh, good placement. And looking at it now, because they also, if I'm correct, already beat Liquid. Yeah, they 2-1 Liquid. So all the like really good teams right now, because Alliance isn't that good right now. They're already yeah. beat in this group stage. So they might even be right now, realistically, my favorites going into the playoffs of this tournament. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, I, I hadn't, I guess... This kind of happened quickly, right? Yeah, yeah. They beat them in like a span of a week or something. Yeah, yeah. So I haven't like followed it too close. Like I'm aware it's going. Um, 
But yeah, they look great. And they're uh they're our boys too, right? I mean hmm? we love we love celery. Yeah, yeah, the vegan gold gamer. Yeah. I like yeah, I like a, I like a lot of them. Toby. Very cool. Yeah, very fun to watch as well. Not like only the, because they are underdogs, they also have like their their playstyle is fun to watch. Yeah, and I kind of feel like they're not underdogs anymore. Yeah, they're kind of. I mean, <laughs> I would still call them underdogs to be honest, because they haven't won like a really big tournament yet. True, um, true. But they're far. They're they're very quickly rising. Would be my take. What do you have a take? Because you, you know, you're you're uh, an erstwhile uh, esports journalist. Do you have a take on Virtus Pro? Like, why are they undefeated? Have they only played bad teams? Um, no, they're good. I mean, uh-huh. you know, Virtus Pro. Like, what happened to them? They had their like academy team. Well, a lot of the younger players won, right? Yeah. And they're like they've been doing this for the past couple months. Like they've been sending their primary team to one tournament and then their academy team to another tournament. And in most tournaments, their academy team has been doing a lot better than hmm. uh, their normal team. And now they just promoted their academy team to like be the main team because you know the people from their old team like solo and p- stuff they went to just error now so they don't even have a virtus they don't even have like the normal team now so they just promoted their academy team uh, and they're doing very well yeah and they have gpk who you know stood in for eg one uh for one tournament at least true um, yeah i remember that and then they like only picked them three heroes in that tournament it was very disappointing but mm. um yeah good good to see them yeah. What do you think of Just Error? I know you and Ursi talked about it a little bit. Uh, I mean, right now they're not looking too hot, uh, which yeah, may right? just be them being new. Um, it looks like they might not even make the bracket stage, although uh, there's still a lot of tournament remaining in this group stage. So I yeah. wouldn't be so sure if they're not going to make bracket. Um, but, you know, I don't think you can judge them too much in their first tournament. Um, although Nygma right now, they're looking really good uh, with Kuro back on the board. Looks like oh, the yeah. break really uh, graves them something. But yeah, because they've been struggling a bit now, but right now it looks very good for them. Yeah, they 2 out error. Yeah. And error should Which be pretty good. Not that hard, I guess. Yeah, I feel like they should be good, but yeah, I guess not. Well, we'll see. Maybe they'll get some chemistry together. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, Last item on the news. Uh, Team Secret winning... Uh, Team of the Year at the Esports Awards, Jim. Do you know? Do you even know the Esports Awards? No. I mean, okay, so the Esports Awards are like the biggest probably like award show. As much as those kind of don't matter that much, it's like a decently big deal, I'd say. Okay. I wouldn't read too much into it, though. But yeah, uh, they want Team of the Year, and I think it's always significant if a Dota team wins that Uh over yeah. a league team because a lot of the time they just choose like whichever team won the league championship that year um but i mean it's even for them like it was undeniable like just how dominant team secret was uh, in this season especially in the online tournaments like they just won tournament after tournament they won one two three four five six seven eight tournaments in a row and in a lot of those tournaments like not even losing a single match so i think this is completely deserved yeah, uh, I, I do too, but, um, you know, as all listeners must recognize, uh, they're done, they stink now, um, the rain is over, this is their I collapse. 
So uh, where exactly do you think did Liquid collapse in the past few weeks? And not uh, Liquid Secret, never mind. Um, I think because, you know, traditionally it's the start of TI, right? Mm -hmm. um, once TI happens, Secret falls apart. Since we didn't have TI, I think it was the start of the We Like Dota League. Um, ah, okay. Although, although they're not participating, they recognized, oh, this is the premier event this year. And therefore, it is our time to start losing. So, okay, uh, you know, looking sense. at the recent results, they lost one series. So I'm quite confident in saying uh, they stink and they're done. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, sure. That's a good take, I guess. Yeah, which is, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I'm just waiting for them to not be good. Maybe a new patch or something. Although I yeah, like, maybe uh, the patch is going to ruin them. Although, historically, they're very good at adapting to patches. Yeah, like Zai always comes up with like the coolest things. Yeah. Um, and I'll miss that because I like Zai. But um, they have to... F I mean, every team only has such a run in them, right? Yeah, like, I agree. Newbie had that like 23-0 run or whatever. And everything, everything comes to an end. <laughs> sure. But uh, I well-deserved for 2020. Yeah, I um, and I can't wait to see you know more of this tournament now since Viking beat them and yeah should be teams. should be pretty fun. Also, like the last big tournament before Christmas probably because I don't think they're gonna run like a tournament during Christmas. Yeah, probably not. What do you think of the patch? Like, are we getting a patch? I mean, on? I think we're getting a patch after the Epic League. That would be my guess. But the Epic League, it's still gonna run for a while. If you look at it, like the right. group stage, it's finishing on the 5th of December. Jesus. And then the playoff stage is scheduled to run until December 13th. So that's still a couple of weeks, like two or three around that time frame, I think, is when we can expect a patch. Uh, so you think it'll be after that? You don't think it'll be next weekend? I mean, Isn't maybe they say they'll do it between uh, group and bracket stage. But my guess would be that they're going to do it after the finals. Yeah. I mean, because like end of November, we're supposed to get a hero or something, right? Yeah, yeah. That would be cool. I don't think they have to release the hero at the patch at the same time. Yeah, I guess not. They could release the hero and not put them in captain's mode. Yeah, and then... that, that's, that's actually good. I'd like that. If they tie us over with the hero until the patch drops after the tournament. I'd like a major patch to drop right in the middle of WLTL, though. That'd yeah, that would be kind of cool. <laughs> I mean, looking at it right now, it's probably going to be before playoffs. Yeah. Yeah, even if it is that, like, December 13th time frame you were talking about. Yeah, we're probably the only tournament that actually wants that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, oh, please, mess everything up. <laughs> um, make it so, we're, you know... Faceless Void isn't banned or picked in every game. Yeah, please, dude. There's or like Spectre. three carries. It's so annoying. Yeah, Spectre, Faceless Void, and Sven. Sven, yeah. It's like, come on, we don't need this. And uh, I have my other patch prediction, which is that they're going to change the top end of Viper's Nether Toxin damage at level one. They're going to rescale the top end. That's a big patch prediction. 
That's my very specific patch prediction that I think will be true and will make me look uh, cool because I came up with a very specific thing. But I believe that's how they're going to balance Viper. Because I think Viper is like weirdly unbalanced right now. I mean, it's kind of weird scaling. 80 damage minimum at level 1 and 140 at level 4. Like, almost never an ability in Dota will have more than half its damage at level 1. Yeah, level like 1 Viper. Seldom, seldom half. Uh, not even to speak of uh, like more than half. Level one Viper with with one level of Nether Toxin kills a large camp. Mm, okay, that seems pretty yeah. imbalanced actually. Right, it's just it's just they can't come up with any way for Viper to be viable without him being really goofy <laughs> and being some stupid build, um, which I love because I love goofy stupid Viper builds. But I think they'll change it just to keep me from playing it. Uh, ready to move on. To noobs ask noobs they would have a slightly shorter episode this week but we've had some long ones so yeah yeah i think it uh it it would you call it it holy shit if you want peace you must prepare for war if you want war you must also prepare for war the lesson is always prepare for war balance us out balance us out it balances out, and it gives people a chance to listen to uh, um, "Till Death Do Us Blart." Do you listen to "Till Death Do Us Blart," Arian? Uh, no. Excuse me. Oh, uh, yeah, it's a podcast uh, with annual episodes released on American Thanksgiving, where three American comedians and two New Zealand comedians watch Paul Blart Mall Cop Two and comment on it. Oh, okay. <laughs> so it releases this coming Thursday. Um, you need some extra time in your podcast. Yeah, I'm not going to uh, listen to that, Jim. All right. Well, you lost. First question is from Strilling7, uh, known as Sterling on the cast. Uh, hello, teammates. Hello, Strilling. Hi. How would you like, how would you like me to initiate fights? Uh, when you play in general, what are the abstract conditions in which you would prefer fights to be started? And would you rather the enemy team come fight you? Ooh, interesting. Um, yeah, I think it's about like what your what your lineup is and what you're you're trying to do with it. Like if you have a specter, um, you want the like the enemy team's going to come fight you because you're just trying to let the specter get big. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there are other lineups where you want to go out and start fights. It's all about like timings and stuff, right? And like yeah. I mean, I think there's multiple factors that go into in you know the decision whether to pursue a fight or not on Dota. There's your item timings versus the enemy's item timings, your yeah. lineup timings versus the enemy lineup timings, which is two different things. Um, then where your team's position is, if you're on a like good position, high ground uh, relative to the enemy's team position. And then if you have vision uh, under a certain spot where you want to fight. Those are kind of the general factors. And when I would like to like always start a fight almost is under vision with my team in a good position, even though like maybe our timings aren't that good right now against theirs. Mm. But if they're like super far ahead, then you can't really do that. That's when Dota feels really hard where like, even if you get the perfect fight, you can't win. Um, but mostly, yeah. yeah, those conditions should apply. I like, yeah, like in, in theory, I like forcing the other team to fight you by by you threatening objectives or something or some area of the map. Yeah, yeah. You know? It's very predictable to know when they're coming then. 
Yeah, like just set up around a tower and be like, you know, like Strilling was playing DP3, right? Hmm. Like pop ghosts move up to a tower and like they have to go in or they're going to lose the tower. Yeah. Um, I I mean, it's nice if you, you have the enemy team like force them to walk into you. But what's even nicer than having them run under their own objective? Because, you know, their tower, it also gives them vision. So there's a disadvantage yeah. for being under the enemy tower. Uh, if you can predict the enemy's movements uh, under someone where you have vision and they not. So, for example, now we like Dota League game yesterday. We were playing Dire in the... Uh, sorry, we were playing Dire in the first game. And the enemy... Ursi was pushing bottom lane into the Radiant jungle. And the enemy team was ganking him from the mid lane. And we just pincered them. Like, Ursi ran at them and then we caught them at their, like, uh, pedestal where you put the... Where's, mm -hmm. like, the most common uh, observer spot. Uh, and we basically pincered them there, and they just couldn't do anything because we got really good initiation. So stuff like that is the strongest, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, next question is from Gothier. He asks, if you could have Dota team set up like Genshin Impact, allowing you switch between heroes for combos and such, what would be your dream lineup? Hmm. Um, I don't know because I don't know how anything about Genshin Impact. So, I mean, you don't have to know Genshin Impact to understand this question. He basically just means sure. that if you could switch between heroes in Dota, like on the fly, ah. uh, which heroes would you combine? Like, which you, would you combo uh, for like oh, okay. cool abilities? Right. So, I would probably go for like big team fight combos. So, like. I have a Tide Hunter, then I switch him in for an Enigma, then I switch that guy in for Darkseer, then I switch that guy in for Coddle, and then that guy in for Jakibu or something. Just so I have like a giant Wombo combo to destroy the enemy with. That's cool. Yeah, when you when you described this to me, my first thought was Ancient Apparition. Um, because like everything A does like combos with other people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Or alternatively, you just play Dark Willow. And it's like. You are your own combo. All four abilities combo <laughs> in weird ways. <laughs> and you have to pull it off perfectly. And then like, you buy items that give you additional buttons to hit mm. um, for that. I like your Wombo combo idea, though. I like, like. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, Dark Seer Vacuum into Ravage, into Black Hole, into. <laughs> Uh, Macropire into all of that. Yeah, AA Blast on top, obviously. You know. Yeah, yeah. We should probably do that in a, a We Like Dota League. Uncle Bourbon asks, uh, "Ooh, international human rights law. Thank you. I am. I am all over this." <laughs> he says, "How many war crimes are Axe Legion Commander and Darkseer wanted for?" Hmm. Um. I don't know. I'm not that familiar with Darkseer's story. I don't think Darkseer actually did a lot of war crimes. I mean, I'm sure he, like, killed some people, but he doesn't seem like... Remember in his law, he, like, sacrificed himself for his people and stuff like that. So I don't think Darkseer has, like, like killed civilians necessarily. I think Legion probably did the most war crimes out of those three. Yeah, Axe, I'm not sure. Um... I think Axe did a couple as well. Let's see, he, he did decapitate superior officers, it seems. Mm. Um, Is that a war crime? I'm not, I'm not, that's, 
It's not special. It's probably a, a violation of the Uniform Code of Military Justice. Yeah, but um, not a war I crime, right? Bet. Yeah, I don't think it, I don't I don't think I consider it a war crime. Um, he just killed tons and tons and tons of people. But as long as he discriminated between combatants and non-combatants, I'd say he's probably yeah. Okay. That's the thing, though. Did he? I I don't see X doing that. I don't think like he. I think Legion she like basically that would do it on purpose. Like, <laughs> if you look at her lore, like it's pretty clear that Legion's done some messed up stuff. Uh, but X he probably did. Less than Legion, but still a couple, in my opinion. You know, you you're not like a brutal warlord without some war crimes, right? I don't like. I maybe it's just because I play Axe a lot. I mm. I maybe have a more sympathetic um, understanding of his narrative, of his biography here. Interesting. Like, there's no evidence in our fact pattern uh, for. Not just killing lots and lots of combatants, and like he like <laughs> wasted his troops, most likely. And I don't think he's a good general because <laughs> he doesn't seem to have won much. Um, it was a pyrrhic victory, if anything. Um, yeah, Legion. I don't know. And then Darkseer, maybe a lot. I feel like the 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 real ones are like like Coddle and Omni, right? You think they, they did like, a lot of war crimes? They're like spirits. They, just like, they don't field armies. Did they just like massacre tons of people though? No. No? Chaos? Chaos Knight? No? No, I don't think so. I thought there was some kind Now I'm like really curious about Darkseer. Darkseer, he, he was like an army general in another dimension. And then like some weird stuff happened with like the dimension gates and now he's stuck on ours. That's basically his lore. But oh, okay. he was I mean, a general, he, so maybe he did some as well. He, um, I mean, the question would be, like, is sealing the enemy forces um, into the maze between the walls forever? You know, is that some kind of, like, maybe disproportionate? Uh, does it violate the principle of proportionality in international humanitarian law? Maybe. I mean, um, it's like solitary confinement, right? So probably it's illegal to do that in prison. It's probably illegal to do that to, like, enemy combatants as well. Yeah, you probably can't lock them in the maze between the walls. Yeah, that, that doesn't seem... So, like yeah, well, well, yeah, I, we could... Yeah, Darkseer can't can't go to the... Can't visit the Hague. Yeah, he can't. Can't travel out of... Uh, no. I think Axe is okay. I don't know. Dora the Destroyer asks... Ooh. Given that Avatar The Last Airbender has seen a surge of interest in something, probably this Discord, what's your favorite form of bending? Have you watched the show Avatar The Last Airbender? Uh, I've not watched every episode, but I've watched a couple. My favorite element was always water. Well, water bending seems the coolest, for sure. Yeah, I, I'm watching through it with my, my daughter now. She's like a huge fan. And one, number one, man, is that show good. Yeah, um, it's true. It's like way better than other kids shows. It's like legitimately sophisticated. Um, and two, I don't know. I thought like, I think the question is this. Are you bending in? Because we, we had a discussion, you know, what, which kind of bender would you be? Are you bending in like the world of Avatar The Last Airbender or in like the real world? Ooh, interesting. So you think that's because two different answers. Yeah, because like so a bunch of people are like, "Oh, I'm I'm Team Earth," 
Earthbending is cool, but like, what am I going to do with earthbending? Like, it doesn't really affect my life at all. Like, if I had to protect myself from, like, marauding, I don't know, Fire Nation armies, yeah, that's good. Um, but if I, like, I don't know, got to get to the store, it doesn't help me all that much. Uh, Waterbending is good because of the healing, but I picked airbending. Oh, interesting. Um, I think airbending always seemed stuff. the most useless, dude. Really? Yeah, there's a reason why the, all airbenders are dead. Yeah, right. I mean, I guess, right? Like, it, like firebending is, like, totally useless in the modern world. Like, it heats up yeah, your coffee. And also, they're hard covered by water. Yeah, but you just, like, it's really good if you want to, like, kill a lot of people. But yeah, yeah. I in the real world, that. I mean, I, don't, I at least don't want to do that in the real world. <laughs> <laughs> so, I would pick airbending, but I, I do see waterbending. Also, I haven't finished the series, yeah. um, so I don't know all the... The ins and outs of, of what the different kinds do. And um, just a shout out to the, the Avatar heads. I am Team Uncle Iroh. That's the Fire Nation uncle, right? Yeah, everyone's yeah, that like, guy's cool. Yeah, everyone, like, it seems to be like you're either Team Toph or Team Katara. At least the, the middle school uh, children in my community. <laughs> okay. <laughs> No, like my kids and their friends are like, oh, you tough guitar, tough guitar. Like, Uncle Iroh. But I'm, I'm old, so that makes sense. Next question. Uh, Shake asks, is there a way to force a Boots of Travel TP to the tower versus the unit versus a specific unit in the creep march? This I'm... is a very good question because I often encounter this. Yeah, but I don't believe there's a way, sadly. You just have to click the, like, whichever unit you're clicking the closest to at the point of clicking, that's where you're going to TP. Right. So you'd have to, like, move your main screen camera over to the tower and then click on the tower itself, right? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I always try to do it from, like, the mini-map, and it sometimes ends up picking one of the, the creeps. All right, there you go, Shake. That's that answered. Uh, Rex Cow, teammate, friend of the show, asks, follow up to my monitor question. Should I stream on Twitch with one monitor? Uh, will I not see chat? Uh, you won't see chat, but you can probably bring it up on your phone or something if you want. True. If you have a tablet, you can put it next to it. Yeah. Can't you? I mean, I used to... When I streamed some of the Theme Thursday games, I had OBS running in the background, and I was looking at the Dota client full screen. And I guess I couldn't see chat unless I alt-tabbed. So, yeah, I mean, I guess you wouldn't really be able to unless you, like, ran Dota in a window. Yeah, but who does that? That that doesn't sound fun. Don't do that. Yeah, you, you probably need, like, some kind of supercomputer. Yeah. Anyway. But yeah, if you don't have a second monitor, just use your phone if you really want to see chat. That would be my advice. Yeah, and like who wants to see? That's filth. Anyway. <laughs> it's just like me flaming you in chat. <laughs> Pretty much when he streams. Just, yeah, some guy named Liberace making fun of whatever Arian's doing. <laughs> um, any other questions? Uh, I think we're done. All right. A quick one for you all. Um, Enjoy American Thanksgiving if it is your holiday. Please stay safe. Um, there is still a pandemic going on, but there are vaccines on the horizon. 
So, uh, you know, spend uh, time with your loved ones however you can. Enjoy turkey to the extent that it is possible to do so. I don't even like turkey, dude. It's so dry. Dude, every year people start talking about turkey and then like all these cookbooks and all these websites and magazines are like, no, this is how you make turkey good. And it's like, if you have to go through this like year-long process to study all these recipes, it's <laughs> good. It's not good. Yeah, it's true. Like, just get rid of it. Like, no one ever makes roast turkey except on Thanksgiving. It's not like, oh, that's good. I'm going to make that. No. <laughs> it stinks. Um, truth to power, turkey sucks. Uh, I'm willing to say it. You can't silence me. See you next week. Bye. Bye.